Hello, and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition, with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Hello, and welcome back to New Philadelphia's podcast. Uh, We are Kay and Stephanie, and we are your joyful, (laughs) hopefully fun to hang out with hosts. Um, But every once in a while, in the midst of our, Mm. the, you know, joy of the Lord is our strength type personalities, we have to address somber issues. And um, that is, such is life. (laughs) <laughs> to be honest, um, you know, I think that's a beautiful thing about walking by faith and being a believer is that through any type of life experience, we know that we have a God that relates to us, a God that intercedes for us, that protects us and shows us kind of the way to experience those emotions. Um, I don't know of any other religion, not that I'm a world religions professor or anything, but I just don't know of a God that it promises to be that intimate or promise gives you that kind of access. And so as we talk today um, about some things that have been in our news and some things that, you know, you might have heard um, as you look at the media or put a pick up your phone, um, we want to approach it with that posture of being careful and prayerful um, and just being transparent. So, um, Stephanie, do you want to say a little bit about what brought you to think about or start, you know, to kind of study toward the scriptures that we're going to be talking about? It was something you said you saw in the news that made you like. Yeah. So um, I know we've all seen what's going on in Texas and the incident with the elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, and certainly everyone is just, our hearts are just broken. Um, and, and the immediate response is prayer, you know, prayer for all involved. Um, but as I have been, you know, hearing people, you know, talk about it and the news and all these things, one of the things that struck me was it said, um, it was reported that the entry point into the school happened because a teacher deviated from process, um, now, this is just a news reporting, and so I don't, I don't, I, of course, don't have all the specifics, um, but it's, the, the story was told that uh, the teacher needed to get their cell phone out of their car, and they uh, propped the door open and went to get their phone, a door that would otherwise have been locked, because right. those are the protocols. Um, and thought, you know, it's just a simple task of running to get my phone. I'll be right back. Take me two seconds kind of thing. Um, But in that moment, that provided that door that was wedged open, provided an entry point um, for evil to come in Uh. and the amount of damage that it caused. So my first instinct was, you know, certainly for the family, for the children, for, you know, the families that were involved, but for the person that deviated from process, I just thought, wow, 
they must be the the the, the amount of mo- the, the the emotions they me- must be feeling yeah. and how they they must be trying to you know as they're processing all of you know and I just begin to pray for them. My heart went out to them as well. Um, I think this is one of those you know I've heard older saints say I had a burden for something like mm-hmm. we, we're supposed to have a burden for souls and when you share that with me. That was like one of the first times I got it. Like I had an emotional, almost visceral connection to what that meant because I could see that like you had a burden for that person because we all experience those moments where it's like, ooh, I need God to like get me through this because I feel the the responsibility. I feel the weight of that decision. And, you know, it might not be to the magnitude that this person is feeling, but we've all had those moments where we know that there was. It was either grace or right. it was we had to experience the consequences of deviating um, right. from the process. So I think we're going to pray specifically for those, not just that person, but just all through the body of Christ and even those that are not saved who are experiencing that, I think this is a great opportunity to intercede Mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, just pull down some strongholds before we get started in our uh, discussion. So let us go before the Lord. Heavenly Father, we know that these are the last days. We see the confirmation that your word has warned us about from just the rumors of wars, from the hatred and and the senselessness of violence. Mm -hmm. And Father God, we don't sit back and watch these things and feel feel numb. We we definitely are moved to pray. We're moved to, Lord God, be lights in this dark time. We're moved to pray harder that every person hears the gospel of Jesus Christ and knows and feels that you are real and that your son died on the cross for them, that he shed blood for every single person, no matter the race, color, creed, politics, nothing can snatch us away from your love. And I believe that that means nothing can prevent those that are afar off from being brought near because you love us while we're yet sinners, Father God. So we understand that there's no person who's disqualified from your grace. There's no person who who is not in need of it, first and foremost. So Father God, forgive us if we've ever yes. looked at a person and discounted them, or if we've ever looked at them and said they're not worthy to hear or to have the opportunity to respond to your truth. Father God, in this moment, we're just interceding right now for every individual who's been put in a position where the enemy has lied to them and told them that whatever they've done that they can't be forgiven for, Father God, or that whatever they've done, it, it, it just haunts them for the rest of their, their lives, Father God. We know that you cast our sins into the sea of forgetfulness, that you separate us as far as the East is from the West, from those nasty, dirty things, Father God, and that your plan is to redeem us, to call us sons and daughters. And Father God, while we might have to experience the consequences of sin, we don't have to dwell and and, and feel dirty and, and discounted. You redeem us in a way that allows us to have our purposes reclaimed and to to know that your plans still stand for us, oh God. So thank you for that. And Father God, as we intercede right now for those people who might be in that in-between space, we just thank you for 
assigning, Lord God, prayer warriors and, and evangelists to bring the gospel to them, Lord God. We thank you for the families uh, that are just enduring right now uh, the, the senseless violence that happened in Texas. We just pray, Lord God, comfort that surrounds them, Lord God, that they just continue to be brought close to you. And even during this time, that they just see you in a real way, that every encouragement that they know that it's sent from you, Father God. So as we do this podcast and as we try our best to glorify your name, be with us, strengthen us, and most of all, get all the glory. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Man, your prayer just really whew, called out even, even more as um, thinking about um, this situation. And to be clear, as I was, you know, thinking through this, no one person caused this. Mm-hmm. That's good. This was a um, a perfect storm of just events that happened that all came together and um, caused it. And if we have to be honest with ourselves, the bigger picture is that we have fallen away from God. Mm-hmm. Because the other scripture, this isn't the scripture that we're going to discuss tonight. There's actually like three that are, you know, God has just been playing back to back to me, but it's, you know, that scripture that tells us if my people who are called by, by my name yes. will humble themselves and pray, you know, turn from their wicked ways, um, that he would hear from heaven and that he will heal their land. Um, and so that's, that's the first thing, honestly, that, you know, stands out to me, um, with this. But when I think about, because of the line of business that I am in, um, in my vocation, it is all about processes. Mm-hmm. And anytime we deviate from those processes, there are risks involved. There, there are very serious risks that are involved, and we have to be mindful of that. And so every time we make a decision to do, to go against what our process, what our policy says, then we are taking a huge risk. That is so good, Stephanie, because I just keep hearing you make a decision. You don't drift from protocol. You don't accidentally like deviate. You make a decision you make to a decision. go against protocol. Mm-hmm. And so as I'm talking and thinking through, um, the first thing is we got to know what it, what is the, what, what, what's, what's the protocol? What's the decision? Right. And in our case, as believers, what does the Bible say right. about the things that are going on in our lives? So that's the first thing we yeah. got to know the word of God. You know, we got to know what he's, where he stands on it. Because when we say that we believe that Jesus Christ is God's son and he died for our sins, when we say that we are believers, when we say that we are God's children, when we accept that salvation, what we're saying is that we agree with God about what he says about the matter, about what he says about sin. That's what we're telling God when we accept that gift of salvation. We agree with you. We are sinners. We need your son and what he did for us in order to be back in um, right relationship with you. That's what we're agreeing to. So we have to understand and know what his word says about the matter. And it's any matter in our lives. And we we have to be able to to really inquire and pray. And I'm getting ahead of myself. So that's the first thing that kind of stood out to me. 
But when I think about this person that may have left that door open, just that small wedge, mm-hmm. they said they wedged the door mm-hmm. so that it would not lock behind them. And they went to their car, got fun- got the phone, and was headed back. But by then, the enemy had slipped in. Gosh, all these images are just so real right now. Like, when we talk about the enemy getting in, those children were sheep. They were mm-hmm. innocent. They were where they were supposed to be, where they thought they would be safe. Mm-hmm. But somehow, somebody who was supposed to be a watchman, mm-hmm. somebody who was the supposed shepherds. to be on guard, mm-hmm. the shepherds, left a crack mm-hmm. for the enemy to get in. Mm-hmm. And then when I think about, you know, the in our lives, because sometimes either we don't know what the word of God says about a matter or we haven't even um, thought enough of God to even ask him about it. Or, you know, and it goes back to that abiding mm-hmm. in God, remaining in him. Um, any, when I think about those things and I think about our lives, anytime we deviate from the word of God, anytime we don't inquire the Lord to, to find out what he says about the matter and then we go and do what we just believe is right, um, or anytime we haphazardly just mm-hmm. say, yes, I know, you know, I'm saved. So I got the fire insurance, so to speak. And I'm just going to live my life. I'm going to do my thing or, or I know this is wrong and I'm not going to even, um, you know, there's, it's, I'm going to confess it, but I'm not trying to turn away from it. I'm not trying to, I'm just going to, you know, do me right. Right. Um, anytime we deviate. Now, that's just being blatant. But even that one small time that maybe we say, I'm only going to do this once and I'm never going to do it again. Mm-hmm. Nobody's watching. I'm going to take that $20. Right. You know, nobody knows that has to know that I told that little lie. Right. It was a little lie. It was a little white lie, I guess you want to call it. Whatever. Anytime we even that small little deviation is that small crack, that small wedge in the door for Satan to get in. And then to the amount of destruction. I think the other part of that is it's not just me that was impacted. Right. It, you know, when we look at the bigger picture in our lives, you know, our families, our friends, you know, so many people in this incident was impacted. Yeah. By it. You know, I think we think in terms of adding and not multiplying or expanding financial Mm -hmm. effects Mm -hmm. of things like we think one plus one should equal two as far as I did this little thing I expect my consequence to be another little thing and I think you said that before that we try to we think we can or someone said that that I think try to match yeah yeah, apples to apples as far as what our our consequence is going to be that's one of the enemies I think tricks greatest deceptions is that we get on that hook thinking We can deal with whatever might come as a result, not knowing that he has steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. That 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 he's not going for slap on the wrist. He's not going for oh, I just want you to hurt a little bit. No, his mo is steal, kill, annihilate, destroy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it never seems comparable or 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 commensurate to to what you're prepared to pay he's always going to want more (laughs) Mm -hmm. and let me just see if I can paint a picture of opening the door just a crack yeah 
Okay. So there's this little TikTok little challenge that's out where the wife asked the husband um, a question about, you know, how do you explain to someone that you're married? Mm-hmm. And she says, honey, do you say, sorry, I'm married? Or do you say, no, I'm married? Mm. And, of course, her husband is very um, animated. He's like, no, I'm married. He says, because when you say, sorry, I'm mal- I'm married, you're apologizing. What are you apologizing Ooh, that's for? That's good. He goes, what are you apologizing for? No, you're married. It's yeah. a good thing, right? Yeah. He says, but when you say, sorry, I'm married, uh, it almost uh, like paints the picture of mm, there might have been a chance. Had you gotten here a little earlier. And so <laughs> if, if, and if you give somebody, like, that means they're entertaining. They, right. Something of the eye appeased them, right, Ooh, or, or appealed to them. That's a crack. That's a crack. That's good. That's a crack. And in, in, in something that we don't even realize. Yeah, some cracks aren't seen with the naked eye. No. So <laughs> some we cracks would, have to be spiritually discerned. Right. <laughs> and you better believe that, you know, that, that the enemy, whoever he is using to, to, to get that person to fall, mm-hmm. they recognize, oh, oh, yeah. oh well, there might be a little chance. Yeah. There. He'll give them that supernatural <laughs> for the wrong thing. For the wrong thing. <laughs> um, but that's what I mean by, like, a crack. Mm, like just good. even that little hairline fracture, that little wedge, that little small little thing that we may not deem as a big deal that um, really is. And, and the scripture we were using tonight, I'm so sorry because we, I, we just keep talking and I haven't given you the scripture. But let me. Let We've me, been all over it, though. So um, let me get back to it because I want to read it. I never want to leave out the word of God yes. because. First um, Peter. It was First Peter um, chapter 5, verse 6, and it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Right? I'm going to stop there for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, be sober-minded. Be watchful. In Luke, Jesus tells the disciples, watch and pray. Mm-hmm. That you don't fall into temptation, right? Watch and pray. Stay awake. That's that be, you know, stay awake. Be sober-minded. Watch and pray. And oftentimes we are so relaxed. We've been lulled into um, this just sense of, you know, not being watchful, not being on guard. We've been lulled into all of the cares of this world. And that's what that scripture is saying. Don't get caught up in all of the cares of this world. Don't get caught up in all the, the must and the mess and the, um, the, you know, just all the stuff that's going, all the stuff that's meant to distract us, all the things, social media, all the, we don't know why that person, um, when it needed, felt the need that they needed to get their phone. Um, we don't, it could be they had a sick loved one. I don't know. It could be that maybe they did want to make sure that on their lunch break, they could go on TikTok or, or something or other. Right. Right. We don't know why, but what we do know is that slight deviation from the process, because if we think about it, the, 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 the process probably was, I have to get somebody to watch my class. And then I have to go, you know, through the proper doors to get, which may be taking me around the building right. instead of right there to my car kind of thing. And when we think about life, um, a lot of times we want to take, first of all, we want to take that shortcut. Yeah. 
the first of all, what we're trying to accomplish may not be even as necessary or the right thing mm. at the at that time. But we're so set on doing it that we ignore protocol. We ignore processes. We ignore the Holy Spirit saying, stop, don't. That's not the way, right? We ignore all of those warnings, and we do it the way we, we first of all, we do it. Second of all, we do it the way we want to do it. And then when we have the consequences, we can't figure out what happened. That's such a word. <laughs> Over here, like, ouch. So I think about, you know, yeah, it would have probably, she'd have had to call down to the office. Can somebody watch? I said, I knew I was going to do it. I don't know the gender of the person. Um, they're gonna, they had to, you know, maybe call down to the office, get somebody to watch their, their, their classroom. What's, what reason do you really have to need to go get your, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be on it anyway. So right. you don't really have a valid reason. Right. And again, I don't know that person's reason. Right. Right. But what I do know is that, um, y'all hear this storm behind us. <laughs> It's like such a mood. It goes kind of like with the, what we're talking about. And I can't, I'm like, I feel the weight of, the, the, of what we're discussing by the soundtrack. But I do know that um, even no matter how, that was the worst grammar, I don't even know. But no matter how important in our minds we think something is, the first thing we need to do, number one, is, um, really pray about that thing. Yeah. Really inquire of the Lord. And so many scriptures throughout the Old Testament, it said, you know, David inquired of the Lord. Moses, Joshua, yeah. they inquired of the Lord. Should I go up? Should I not go up? There you go. Right? Um, Jehoshaphat. Okay. All of these people, they inquired of the Lord. And um, we don't take that time. And I was sharing with you earlier, I just always... God has, he did not let me forget the, the podcast that we did on Abide. He has not let me forget John 15. Come on. Since, you know, we first I don't think we've moved very that. far from that. <laughs> since 2020, we've always been kind of circling a, it. Yep. <laughs> remain. Abide. Prayer. We said, and I, you know, went, going back and listening to it and looking at my notes, the, the prayer, the obedience, um, because what he has for us, and I love how he um, says, you know, the scripture says, you know, you'll bear fruit. He says, again, abide. You'll bear more fruit. He prunes. So some of the stuff we're not going to like that he does. Some of the stuff, you know, we're not going to like his answer. But that's that pruning, that's that refining. And then it says when he does that, we're going to bear more fruit. And then he says, again, abide in me. He it is that bears much fruit. Um, you know, because he says, I'm the vine, you are the branch. Without me, you cannot do anything. And then that's when it says, abide in me. He it is that bears much fruit. So we go from bearing fruit to more fruit to much fruit. Um, but that remaining, that inquiring of the Lord, that prayer, that obedience. Um, because oftentimes we still want to do it our way. We still want to, or we want to do it the easy way. And it doesn't turn out for our good. And then not only for our good, but the, the amount of collateral damage it causes. Uh. Um, but overall, God is, God is calling us to be watchful, to be sober-minded, and to be reminded that we have an enemy. We have an enemy 
and I was doing my devotion a couple days ago and it talked about the gazelles that are fighting one another and, um, you know, just, you know, at each other's throats or whatnot. And they have no idea that there's a, a lion just circling them. Wow. Waiting to pounce. And to your point earlier, when we think about how we, we look at, the, we see these things happening in our society, and the first thing we want to go to is um, trying to understand the why. Uh-huh. And then we begin to, to look at it in the natural, oh, gun control, oh, this, oh, that. And, right. You know, and then we, we're fighting, uh-huh. you know. Because one believes one thing, one believes another or whatnot, and we don't realize that the, the, our, the enemy, a roaring lion, is Been just watching the whole, watching time. The whole yeah. time, and he's waiting to pounce. Waiting to pounce. Uh-uh. Further down in that verse, around, I think, verse 9, in the New Living, it says, Remember that your family of believers all over the mm-hmm. world is going through the same kind of suffering mm-hmm. you are. And I think that is a way to just squelch all of the the finger pointing and the politicizing of everything. If everyone all over the world is experiencing the same kind of suffering, we're all fighting against the enemy, whatever shape or Mm -hmm. form he might embody for for each of us it'll be different but it's the same root it's mm-hmm. the same source we're all in the same boat but again through the rationalizing and the trying to make sense of what really happened here we make everyone uh their their battle with the enemy greater than mine or their stronghold more more disgusting than mine mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. it's all the same root sin mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I just in the same enemy. Yes, the same enemy. He's got us thinking we're each other's enemies, and we're not. Um, he's throwing rocks and hiding his hands, as mm-hmm. my mother would mm-hmm. say. Um, but we have to really understand, like you said, we're all suffering. We're all going through this, and we are not each other's enemy. Um, and then it says, and after you suffer, this is where I, I said, okay, this is a, a bit of a, a downer of a message, but at the same time, or a podcast, but at the same time, there is hope. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, we still got to do it because um, it says, after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ himself will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion. Forever and ever. Amen. And the other part is, again, because God had just really put the person um, that deviated from the process um, in my forefront. Um, The other thing that I heard um, that because of the the anguish that that person probably is going to go through, the mental struggle to know the weight of it. And like you said, when we when we make a mistake and it maybe causes minor ripples in mm-hmm. our lives, minor to some, but not minor to us, right? right? It, it, um, that we, we kind of beat ourselves up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so imagine how here's another piece where the enemy is going to use to to um, inflict pain. That person that made that mistake, she's he or she is probably not the only one that has ever done that, mm-hmm. right? Right. 
And but for so, but for some reason, it happened to be that the time that they did it, it caused so much pain. Yeah. So the mental anguish that they are going to the mental health of this person, I just can't help but believe is going to be a struggle. And so that's why prayer is needed. But when we make those mistakes, because we're not going to all be perfect. One of the things that God reminded me of was that um, we, you know, the, the Holy Spirit does convict us, right? Yes. That, but we're not condemned. Amen. And so that difference is the convict, the conviction may, you know, yeah, we may be guilty of what we did. Right. Right. But there's also the confession and the repentance that there you we, go. we have an opportunity for. But we are not condemned. So we are not like you said, don't go back into the sea of forgetfulness, pulling that stuff out. Don't, right. Don't go back, you know, reminding yourself of or letting the enemy remind you of the wrong that you did, the mistake that you made, because. The Holy Spirit tells us that, yes, you know, he, he does come to kind of convict and to, not kind of, to convict, to get us back on the right track. But we're not condemned, so we're not to carry that shame. Right. So the biggest thing that my, my hope and my prayer for this person is just to, to be reminded that they, they don't, you know, they don't carry the shame of this. Amen. You know, that they, God still loves them and, like, and, and even from your prayer, you know, it's nothing that he won't forgive us for. Amen. That's um, just how good he is. He's just you that know? good. I think there are certain things that happen to us in life that remind us how ugly the enemy is. But thank God there are certain moments in life that remind us how beautiful God is. Mm -hmm. And I think this is one where I'm praying that as a result of this, we see that community grow tighter than ever it seemed mm -hmm. like they were already a close-knit like mm -hmm. very much family-oriented place but I just pray that you know the power of God rests on them and that whole area that whole town so that you know going forward instead of this being that this day I know they're probably going to commemorate it somehow but instead of it being um, a thought of how ugly and destructive the enemy is that eventually at some point it'll become a mark of God's grace mm -hmm. that even through this terrible time that somehow families bonded together and mm -hmm. were able to overcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, and, and, and it's, I, that takes the weight, you know, so we can be, be confident that, and we can have hope. Um, we're going to make mistakes. We're not perfect. Um, that's why it's so important to share, be compassionate toward one another and to pray for one another um, and recognize that we are in community and um, just lift one another up. Um, but just recognize, you know, that we must remain watchful. Yes. We must stop fighting and, and, and recognize that we do have an enemy that's seeking to destroy, but, but for the grace of God, because we have that grace. And and we're and after a little while, after the suffering for a little while, that he is going to he himself will restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish us. Um, so we have an opportunity to just rejoice even in that. Amen. But never never forget to be watchful. So that's really what God gave me because it just stuck out in my mind. Um, that again, it takes us back to remaining in, in him and understanding what his word says about the matter, inquiring because he wants us, you know, to, to talk to him about it. And he does talk back. Mm 
And then when we inquire, do when you know, do what he tells us. Be obedient. Um we we have to reprioritize and and shift it back to God and turn from our wicked ways and seek his face. And that's all I have. There's the bow. He gives it to <laughs> us every time. Thank you, Jesus. So, friends, I, I pray this was something that um, just would serve as a reminder, just that would um, encourage you to, to seek him, encourage you to, you know, again, here we are at, you know, the mid-year point. Um, Let's, you know, maybe we didn't do as well as we wanted to this first half of the year, but here's our opportunity to get back on track. Here's our opportunity to spend more time with them. Here's our opportunity um, to do something uh, different. And we're not in competition with one another. We're only in competition with um, who we were yesterday. So just be better than yes than you were yesterday. So if you didn't do your devotion yesterday and you did your drive-by prayer today, do your devotion. Today, really seek his face, really pray. Today, read, study, be better. But always remember to remain in Christ. Lord, we thank you for this word. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Father God, that you do talk to us, that you we do have a relationship with you. Lord, we place these families all involved in this particular incident. We place them in the palm of your hands, Father God. We just lift them up to you. And we know that you are a comforter. We know that you are a healer. We know that you are a deliverer. We know that you can do all things. And nothing is too hard for you, Father God. We know that you can restore. Your word tells us that you will confirm, you will restore, you will strengthen. And for that, God, we are so grateful and we say thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you anytime you can remind us that you are the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes to the Father but by you, Jesus. And so, Lord, we thank you when we can just we have more opportunity that you gave us another day, another time to get it right, Father God. Let us not waste our time, Father God. Let us work while it is while it is day. Let us seek you, Father, while we still can. Lord, thank you. We, pray, we just pray blessings over all those in, in Texas. We pray blessings yes. over all of those that are um, in uh, in New York, Father. We pray peace and blessings and comfort and healing, Father God. Um, we pray for this dying world. And let us uh, be a light, Father. Let, let us be that city on a hill, Father God. And let us just proclaim your word, Father let us be sober-minded. Let us be watchful, Father God, um, until your return. Lord, we just say thank you. We bless your name this evening. We lift you up. To him be all honor, glory, dominion, and power. And it is in Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. 
And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.